On the Crosstalk on WIZM, I'm Mike Hayes. Let's turn our attention. Uh, we'll just change things up a little bit to something less controversial. The election. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <clears throat> Maybe it's not as uh, as, as less controversial. Uh, 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 it, it's probably still going to raise goosebumps and blood pressures everywhere. Casting doubt on a legitimate 2016 election Outcome from uh, Media Research Center, our guest on the Crosstalk, Rich Noise. Hey, good morning. Thanks very much for talking with us. It's always a pleasure. What makes an election legitimate? Well, I mean, I guess the, the political science answer is it's in the eyes of the public. It's in the eyes of the, the citizens as to whether it's legitimate and, and passes all the rules. Now, you know, we have, we've had two elections in a row now where there's been questions uh, this one has been brought in courts of law by the Trump campaign. Four years ago, it was the media and, and uh, anonymous sources uh, casting doubt on Trump's election because of supposed Russian interference. And, you know, so we went back and you had, you know, uh, you know think about all that you've been hearing over the last month about how bringing court cases is a threat to democracy, is undermining democracy. Well, four years ago, you had... Uh, people in the news media saying democracy was hacked, that uh, uh, CBS uh, had one of their experts saying that the election is, was in some sense illegitimate because anonymous sources were saying Russia interfered on behalf of Trump. Now, we then spent two, you know, uh, two and a half years investigating that. It, it monopolized news coverage. In many ways, it was a, a very, very uh, damaging cloud over uh, President Trump's first two and a half years in office. Uh, but you didn't see the media wringing their hands about the damage it was doing uh, to the democratically elected president. Uh, they were the ones fueling it. Now, of course, the tables have turned. You've got to sort of go the other way. We need unity. Uh, but, uh, you know, that, that was then. This is now. And the rules, uh, at least in the, the liberal media's eyes, do seem to change very abruptly based on uh, who's, who's up and who's down. Do you think the media is so in the bag for liberals because Trump – was the president once we if Donald Trump is out and and run is unsuccessful in getting back in the White House, we'll have another Republican politician in the White House. Will the media go back to equally covering both Republican and Democrats or are, have they sowed their lot and will be in the bag for liberal forever now and just hate Democrats or Republicans, period? Well, I think, I mean, the, the, the short answer is they weren't very fair and balanced before Trump. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, you know, I mean, they, they also cast out on George W. Bush's election in the year 2000. They tried to cast out on his re-election in the year 2004, even though that was by a, a much larger margin. They, they flirted with the idea that those were tampered voting machines, uh, and they were given a wide berth to, uh, to play those games for several days. Uh, no, I think, I think what you've seen... First, in the Obama years, when the media came out and were openly adoring that Democratic president, then in the Trump years, when they were openly deploring uh, this current president, uh, you know, they're becoming more and more polarized. They're becoming more and more just champions of what their shrinking liberal base of viewers wants to hear. And so I think we're going to have an ever more partisan media. I hope it's balanced with, you know, uh, equally strong, if not stronger, conservative media where you can get the other side of the story. Maybe people then have to watch both sides to get the full picture. But, uh, but right now, as long as the dominant media is all a bunch of liberals, uh, you know, saying what they want to say and, and ridiculing anybody who disagrees with them, I mean, that's not a healthy, 
healthy uh, discourse for a democracy. A concern for a lot of people is, I don't know, the laziness or the set-in-stone practices of most, well, I want, many people across the country is, I'm not going to go online and look for the other side. I'm going to turn on the news at 5 or 6 o'clock. I'm going to watch a half an hour of national news. I'm going to watch a half an hour of local news. I'm going to turn it off and watch my soapbox or, you know, I'm going to, that's all I'm going to do. They're only going to get the news they hear from or see when they turn on the TV. How many people do you think will get the message? If you want fair and balanced, you have to work to find it. Well, it depends on how much they want fair and balanced. I mean, we, we just recently completed a poll of, of Biden voters. This is a good example. Uh, and uh, I think it was about 45% of them voted without knowing anything about the Hunter Biden story. That was just one example. And then we told them about it, and we had, uh, I think, about 10%. This is in the swing states, uh, the key swing states, including Wisconsin. And people said that if they'd known about it, they would have changed their vote. That, you know, forget about all the other things that are going on. That would have changed the election outcome. Uh, President Trump would have won by a comfortable margin if Biden voters knew the same things that Trump voters knew going into the election. And it was because, you know, a lot of reasons, but media bias is one reason why uh, people just didn't know uh, everything they were supposed to know going into the election. We used to hear way back in the day that there were some in the media that would be considered kingmakers. Is all the uh, drive-by media, Limbaugh's term, the, uh, the national media, are they all kingmakers together now? Whoever they pick is going to be in charge of stuff, and the, the uh, conservative or that uh, other guy is just out and will pile on some, some doubt uh, b- before the election on that guy because we don't like him. Well, I'm not sure they can make kings. I mean, they certainly didn't didn't uh, you know make Donald Trump president in the year 2016, and uh, you know they 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 just spent the, the four years sort of being sort of the, the resistance. They're not going to be the resistance uh, anymore if there's a Biden presidency. Uh, but uh, but I think they're going to uh, be a very loud voice uh, promoting one side, uh, criticizing the other. And, uh, you know, it's, because it's, it's, it's really quite damaging for society. And the other point, it's damaging to the media's own credibility. When they have something important to say, when they have factual information that needs to get out there, there's going to be a lot of people that doubt them because of the games they've played over all these years. Yeah, no question. I, I think there's already some of that doubt now. As soon as the media says something about their guy they don't like, they're going to start doubting it. That's, I love the media. Why? Because they tell me everything I want to know. They tell me exactly what I, they tell me that my guy is legit and your guy is not. That's why the media is awesome, say a lot of people who fit on one side of the aisle. That's, that's the issue. Hey, Rick Noyes, a rich noise. Thanks very much from Media Research Center. You can look it up and, and get deeper into their research uh, anytime you'd like.